0: Hi, this is Jason King and you're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. As things start to wrap up at the State House, there is not much to report. The final House session is scheduled to end today and the Senate should conclude tomorrow. This will then take us to the conference committees. I'd like to share a brief update of where we stand. As you're probably aware, the hate crimes bill was placed into an unrelated bill, Senate Bill 198, but has now been signed by Governor Holcomb. This bill still carries a lot of controversy. The bill now holds defendants to stronger potential penalty if the crime was motivated by the victim's color, creed, disability, national origin, race, religion, or sexual orientation. This language is not new as it points to an existing Indiana code. The controversy lies in the fact that many still do not see this as a comprehensive list because it leaves off age, sex, ancestry, and gender identity. Regardless of the position, the Hate Crimes Bill becomes law on July 1st. Senate Bill 394, which was the APRN bill, had failed to receive the needed votes to pass out of the House and is effectively dead. The Coalition of Advanced Practice Nurses of Indiana, otherwise known as CAPNI, has championed this effort. This group worked very hard to educate the legislators and the general public. I know that they will now switch their efforts to prepare to introduce this topic in 2020. House Bill 1275 originally required hospitals to implement evidence-based sepsis protocols regarding recognition, treatment, and staff training. The bill was amended to form a task force to create guidelines for a variety of settings, both community-based and in healthcare facilities. On April 10th, the House concurred with the Senate amendments, which exempted pediatric and psychiatric hospitals, sending the bill to the governor. The Perinatal Care Bill, House Bill 1007, requires the State Department of Health to establish a perinatal navigator program. It also requires a health care provider to use a validated and evidence-based verbal screening tool to assess substance use disorder in pregnancy for all pregnant women who are seen by the health care provider, and if the health care provider identifies a pregnant woman who has a substance use disorder and is not currently receiving treatment to provide treatment or refer the patient to treatment. On April 10th, the bill was returned to the House without amendments. On Thursday, March 28th, House Bill 1344 is the nurse licensure compact, passed out of the Senate on the third reading and is returned to the House with amendments. This bill is suspected to receive a concurrent vote, which would send it to the Governor. As an update, Senate Bill 436, which was the Senate version of the Nurse Licensure Compact, did not move forward knowing that the House version was moving. Instead, this bill was stripped of its original language and became a, quote, catch-all for a variety of different topics, including the veterinary nurse language, that would require the Board of Veterinary Medical Examiners to study the regulation of veterinary technicians. Fortunately, this bill did not move forward, but serves as a good reminder that we must be ever vigilant in our advocacy efforts. House Bill 1444, which taxes e-liquids, passed out of the Senate Committee on Appropriations. At the time of this recording, it is on the agenda for today's Senate calendar to be presented to the entire chamber. The most recent version of the bill would impose a tax on electronic cigarettes that contain nicotine at a rate of four cents per fluid milliliter of consumable materials, instead taking into consideration a 24% tax of retail price. This would allow for parity for not only uh, with existing tobacco products, but would also um, create parity within the e-cigarette vaping industry. Another key recommendation is to prohibit internet-based retailers from shipping these tobacco products to Hoosier consumers. Finally, the recommendation was made to to direct this revenue toward health care programs such as the Healthy Indiana Plan, otherwise known as HIP. Once this session ends, it will be a great time to start building relationships with your legislators. If you're looking for an opportunity to advocate, but you don't know how or where to begin, please contact me at jking at and I would gladly help you get involved. If there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh, or email me at jking at iuhealth.org. As a unified team together, we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.